political humor is nothing new. It might be difficult for some people to conceive of a notion that denied roughly 50% of the population from having a say in what was considered to be a modern democratic process. But indeed, this was the case deep into the first part of the 20th century, both here and in Britain. Three pithy, well-performed one-act plays, directed by Beth Wolfe, are presented by Artemisia Theatre as the suffrage plays, providing insight through a good deal of levity and snarky repartee, giving voice to the debate that 100 years ago provided women with the right to vote. This is Reno Lovison, executive producer at ChicagoBroadcastingNetwork.com, an eclectic Chicago lifestyle media-driven online magazine showcasing information related to multicultural and age-diverse people, art, music, theater, and events. We strive to give a voice and added exposure to those who are not always in a position to get the attention of larger media outlets, perhaps because they are emerging personalities or because their message is directed to a niche audience. If you like this idea, share these posts with your friends and be sure to subscribe to our webpage and or podcast. Before the age of TV and the internet, people looked to the theater for entertaining political commentary of the sort provided by Stephen Colbert, The Daily Show, or Saturday Night Live's Weekend Update. Probably nobody at the time did it as well as playwright George Bernard Shaw, whose press cuttings presented in this production is like a political cartoon come to life, lambasting the government for fighting to maintain the status quo, featuring General Michener, who proposes to shoot them all down, and Prime Minister Balsquith, who is forced to disguise himself in drag in order to make his way through London's throng of angry suffragists. It's easy to see how Shaw's style of smart, absurd humor will later be echoed in the likes of Monty Python and what will come to be known generally as British humor. The other two one-act offerings are both by playwright Evelyn Glover. In a witty exchange of dialogue between a charwoman and socialite Mrs. Holbrook, a chat with Mrs. Chicky cleverly reveals the upper class's condescending view of the labor class mirroring the side of the conflict who argues that men have an innate understanding of politics and power that enables them to look out for the best interests of women in much the same way as in traditional english society it was accepted that the upper classes knew what was best for the lower classes through their conversation we come to see that the laboring women are not quite the ignorant lot they're made out to be Miss Appleyard's awakening has two women of equal middle-class station presumably agreeing, until Mrs. Crabtree, eagerly anxious to make her case against the vote, inadvertently has the effect of tipping Mrs. Appleyard to the other side. The well-acted suffrage plays will resonate with those interested in gender politics, those who see the parallel to current political discourse including, for instance, Brexit, impeachment, and immigration, as well as any who have never learned or who might have forgotten, that many of the rights we enjoy today, on both sides of the pond, were obtained through significant struggle. The suffrage plays are presented by Artemisia Theatre at the Den, Third Floor Theatre, 
1331 North Milwaukee Avenue, Chicago, through November 24, 2019. Running time is two hours with one intermission. Visit ArtemisiaTheater.org for tickets and information, or call 773-697-3830. This is Reno Lovison, executive producer at ChicagoBroadcastingNetwork.com and theater reviewer for ChicagoTheaterAndArts.com, reminding you that your vote counts. If you need video production for your business or organization, check out RenoWeb.net. Hey, thanks to Stephen Solomon for the use of Foster Avenue Beach as our theme song. Look for it on Spotify. That's okay.